0: All right, and welcome back. We are on episode nine. This week, we are doing a college special. Let's get into segment one, Hallie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> segment one, starting off with the announcements. Sports for this week and the upcoming week: football, we're in the postseason, and on to volleyball. Not for sure yet, but we're likely we're likely going to see St. Joe on Thursday for the regional championship. So,
2: is St. Joe good? Is there are they like a?
1: Yeah, they're they're a pretty solid team. We haven't seen them since uh, the second game of the season, so it's it, we both obviously had lots of games in between. So did you,
2: did you play them earlier in the season?
1: We played them as our second game in the season, and, and we lost in three. Oh. But it was a good game, and we weren't the team that we are now, and I'm sure they're not the same either. So it should be a really good game. And cross country's all stone postseason.
2: Get out and watch them run.
1: Get out and watch those kids run. Scholastic Bowl, November 1st at Tuscola. 6 and oh, right this now. team, like, so good. That's all I'm saying. Jack, Jack Kramer, Kramer
2: is doing his job, man.
1: He's really getting it done. Jaden, why don't you tell us about lunch for the week?
0: Uh, Wednesday, we do not have lunch because we get out at 12.30. Thursday is Jimmy John's. And then Friday is Little Caesars. I'm so glad we have that early out. Yeah, I too. miss the 12.30 dismissals I, on Wednesdays.
1: Alright, and on to the next segment.
2: And welcome, Miss Young, the brand new guidance counselor.
1: So great, so great.
2: Welcome, welcome to the podcast.
1: So, for our first question, how long have you been a counselor? I know you were at our Jenny before here, but how long were you there? Were you anywhere
3: else before Argena? Okay, so I was the counselor at Argena Oriana for 21 years. Um, Before that, I was a French teacher at uh, Sierra Gordo High School for 13 years, and I was at Urbana High as a counselor for one year.
1: So why did you choose to be a school counselor? You said you were a French teacher before, so what made you want to switch to being a counselor?
3: I felt like I was getting a little burnout being in the classroom uh, okay. honestly <laughs> uh, but I knew that I liked to work with young people yeah um, so I looked for an avenue within the school where I could keep working with young people but uh, not have that classroom burnout mm-hmm.
1: so what did you go to college for then if you were a French teacher first did you get your degree
3: in French and teaching so I went to Eastern <laughs> Illinois University yay <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah and um, I got my degree in education, middle school education, actually. So when I started my career, I was teaching French, but I was teaching language arts at the middle school. Um, And then kind of it became expanded to my French program, took over everything. So I stopped teaching language arts. Okay. So what's your favorite thing about being a counselor here at saint T? (laughs) Well, first got to say, I'm really excited to be the counselor at St. T. You know, I've known um, people from St. T for a long time. Um, I was surprised at how welcoming everybody is. They made me feel right at home. Um, And I feel like the students here are very appreciative of uh, the help that you give them. Mm -hmm. Um, And... It's kind of nice teaching right in the middle of Decatur, like being yeah. in town yeah, instead of yeah. being out in right, the sticks. Right. So. Yeah. So uh,
1: what's your favorite thing about being a counselor in general? Like what do you think is like the most rewarding part of the job?
3: Um, getting to work with lots of people and seeing them develop from freshman year up to senior year. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the college process. I love helping people with applications and um when they get accepted places and it's really exciting so and i love the scholarship process too
2: i mean coming from a student i do not like the college process much <laughs> it's it's a it's a lot it it's is a lot, a lot. To fill out. it's
3: a little overwhelming
1: it's a lot but it's really nice to at least like know that you have at least one person in the school that understands it yes. so you have
3: someone to go to about it
2: uh-huh. yeah. and you, you seriously have been such a huge help i think <laughs> oh, for everyone I
1: appreciate that. what do you think we should look forward to most in college like you say you love the college process so I think getting accepted is something that's really fun but also like what's the best part about preparing yourself for college and
3: i think the best part about going off to college is um that foray into adult adulthood right um it's like this in between stage where you no longer have your parents looking over you all the time but you don't have all the responsibilities of being an adult so Mm -hmm. it's you know never ever in your life at any other time will you be with your peers who are all developmentally kind of doing right, the same yeah. thing. Um, so it's a lot of fun. Um, you get to, I mean, I hear seniors at college that are like, I'm so stressed out, I have so many things to do. And I I think, wait till adulthood. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah, I think
1: that's my like thing I'm most excited for in college is the fact that like, there's no other time in your life where you can go to a place 10 hours away and not have to worry about like expenses or moving or yeah. finding another job you can just go to college and 10 some hours of those away experiences
3: that you have when you're in college will never be replicated at any other time in your life right I mean just you know my memories of like finals week and staying up until one or two and you're studying then you go you know I've had it let's <laughs> all go out and get a pizza or whatever <laughs> in the middle of the night you yeah. know you don't do that in an adulthood usually yeah It all All just, uh,
2: it all just sounds so intimidating, you know, like as, especially like from like a freshman in high school to now, Mm -hmm. it all just sounds so intimidating being like, being completely reliant on your parents to going and being on your own. Is that something that like everyone experiences? Is that, or is that more so just like us because we're in such a smaller environment here?
3: No, no. I think, I think everybody goes through that. And I think even if you've always known where you want to go and what you want to do, or you have older siblings that have been through it, sometimes it takes you by surprise that you get off to college and you're doing all the exciting things, you know, moving in, making friends, getting used to it. And then around October, this kind of settles in that the real work is starting and the fun part is kind of wearing off a little bit. And then people think, did I make the right decision? Am I going to be able to do this? Um, I think that's that first semester in the middle of it is probably the most daunting. But once you get past that and get into your rhythm at college, um, I think all of you are well prepared, honestly. <laughs> um, I, I've only known you for a little while, but I've seen your transcripts. I've met with you. Um, we've been working on the college process, and I really feel that you're very well prepared.
1: I think we're more prepared than the majority, which is I, nice, I say, but yeah. also like it's so weird to think about this transition of like my freshman year, I thought like college is so far away, I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. yeah. And then like end of junior year, I was like, oh my gosh, it's we're literally here. seniors next year. I had to start picking college, I'd start applying. And when August 1st hit, I don't know about you guys, but I was like,
2: wow. That's when you got to amp it up. You're like, oh,
1: <laughs> I, you're like, Oh, now I got to start. Now I got to start. And now with it being like the end of October, November 1st is the priority deadline. So for right. a lot of us, like, we're finishing some of our applications right now, which is Uh crazy to think about. But like the whole process itself has been so nice. Like for me, at least it's been an easier thing because I knew where I wanted to go. But for all the kids that like, don't, I think definitely having a counselor is so much easier.
2: Yeah. And And if you need, and if you need help, go Ask to her she young. will <laughs> definitely help you
3: out i've seen quite a
1: bit of thomas lately. i right. have <laughs> <laughs> needed a I lot think of the <laughs> english teachers have too i know a lot of like podesky and um mr johnson they like edit college essays for kids too so i think yeah. it's so nice having staff here that are like so encouraging about it because it's i know for like my mom's a teacher and she doesn't want to like send her students off but it's nice having teachers and um staff that are ready to prepare you to leave because it's mm. like st t being such a small environment it's still cool that teachers are all ready to see you go right <laughs> Are there any extra steps that a student athlete should take in their process when like, when it comes to picking a college? Do you talk to a lot of people here that are like, I like this school, but I want to do athletics too. Does that change the process about what you talk to them about?
3: It does. I mean, especially if they're wanting to play at a division one or two, they have to go through the NCAA clearinghouse. So they have to create an account and make sure that the classes that they took and that they're... A standardized test score make them eligible to play division one and two it's a whole process mm-hmm. um, and I've helped some of the students here already start that process but if you go um, division three you know there's no scholarship money available if you go Division three yeah. but um, I always encourage students to make sure that the school that is tempting them to play sports, Um, is also some school that has the major that you want right? Um, because I can't tell you how many students chose a division three school just so they for example could play football or so that they could wrestle and then by the end of the first semester they're not even in that sport and now they're at a school does that school have what they need
2: doing something they might not even want to do right right huh
1: Speaking of standardized testing, do you think that the process has become easier now that standardized testing isn't required for most colleges? Because I know like coming into this year, I was so glad that standardized testing wasn't required because I hadn't taken one and like all the ones that I had registered for got canceled and I hated worrying about that. So not having to submit the test scores made it a lot easier for me, but I don't know if it makes it easier for other people. Like, was it different during the process without standardized testing? Because you've been doing it for a while, so it's been pretty much required since you've been yeah, a counselor. That's,
3: that's something that's- really been weird for me because um, I retired from Jenna Oriana in 2020 right when the pandemic was starting and then I was off for a year where I wasn't dealing with the admission process and the pandemic so now coming in here and seeing how much things have changed how many colleges are test optional for example um, I still would encourage every student coming up to take that test um, just to have that in their back pocket in case they do decide to go to a school that's not test optional. Um, But also, it can kind of validate all the things that you have learned while you're in school. Um, And there are some scholarship applications that require you to put your standardized test score on it. So that would be another reason to do it as well.
1: Yeah, I noticed that on the Common App that certain colleges I was applying to and certain scholarships do require it. So I kinda wanna register but also like I'm at the <laughs> point where like I already submitted most of mine and <laughs>
2: Right. <laughs> yeah. I think I get in without it anyway. For me, I did not want to retake an A C T but I want I wanted to go to Florida so bad. Like when yeah. I when I looked at that campus and they are they're not test optional. You have to apply with an A C T or S A T. So I was like, you know what, I gotta commit to getting a better score and I ended up getting a better score. So yeah, I it's one of those things that you have to Look, look for
1: yeah like a lot of colleges are essay optional too a lot of colleges don't personal essays but it's always so much smarter to submit one anyway because it just gives you a leg up and it looks I like mean,
2: you're putting in the yeah. extra effort which is i what mean they want.
1: it can harm yeah. you sometimes if you don't do it well it can <laughs> help you a lot if you do it the right way right. <laughs> that's another thing with me is like i feel like i'm being so redundant in college essays because they have like short answer questions and then they have essay questions and then they have like personal statements mm-hmm. and it's like right. i'm saying the same thing over and over right. again yeah
2: That's what Common App helps with, though, is that you only have to do like all the, like the super, the credentials on all all your informational ones. So helpful. Yeah. But like,
3: I feel like people back away sometimes from the Common App because they feel like it's there's so many parts to it, filling it out and getting it done. Um, but you would do all that work on separate ones anyway. Exactly. Exactly. So um, yeah, yeah, and and the Common App, I've had people come and ask questions about like how to get your transcript on there or. Um, how to get a recommender to do Mm -hmm. that today i was helping a student and i just went around and looked at it from the student version so that i can kind of see what you guys are saying um they it definitely is a process and you know if you're doing the common app and you're having problems come see me because i can help walk through that process
1: yeah i'll be honest as someone who had to fill out texas doesn't take common app so i had to fill out their separate application it was awful It literally took me like a week just to get through like the regular questions because the common app just makes it like do it once and then it submits it to everyone but it seems a little like frustrating because there's so many questions too but imagine having to do that for each every and every school, school. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. and that would be so awful like the fafsa form that got redundant after a while because mine wouldn't submit so
3: then i had to restart Oof. i'm and glad you like, said <laughs> that <laughs> the fafsa form <laughs> mm, it's because fa- um i have a lot of students that are coming and saying Um, I'm not going to do the FAFSA because I don't think my family's going to get any money or I don't think that's necessary. But as I explained to a lot of students, um, it's the first step to getting your financial aid package from any school. So even if you don't think you're going to qualify, maybe you would get a scholarship from that institution and you have to do the FAFSA to do that. There's also a lot of scholarships coming up that you have to do the FAFSA. So if if people out there don't know, the FAFSA stands for Free Application for Federal Student Aid, so nobody should ever pay anybody to do the FAFSA for them. (laughs) And then also I'm having, I don't know when this will air, but um, a workshop on Thursday. It'll be up by then. 5.30 to 7.30, where parents and students can come and bring their stuff, and I'll have a representative from ISAC there um, which is the Illinois Student Assistance Commission and they you can do your FAFSA right there with a person there to help. Yeah I wish I would have waited
1: (laughs) because I did mine over the weekend and it was awful. (laughs) And
3: that's in
2: the computer lab right? Yes yeah Mr. Smith's computer lab in 204. Okay
1: yeah it's things like that that literally just like even for sophomores and juniors that aren't even like looking at colleges knowing that they're our resources and things that can help at St. T, it makes it so much easier. Because I know at, like, Monticello, like, no one ever talked about college. Right. Until it was, like, the seniors were like, oh, I'm going here. And I was like, oh, when did you even start applying? Exactly. Yeah, it's <laughs> And the counselors never mentioned it to us. Like, we had career days, but even the people that came in to talk about their careers never talked about the process that they went to school. Like, I had no idea that you were a French teacher before. And the fact that, like, you can go to school to be a French teacher and then move on to being a counselor. Like, no one ever talked about the progress of careers and even, like, going into college, like, Jane wants to go into accounting, but that doesn't mean you're going to be an accountant when you're older. Like, there's right, so exactly. much multi-use for degrees, and no one ever talks about that. <laughs> yeah.
2: That is kind of crazy, isn't it?
1: It's weird. <laughs> like, yeah. my, mom, my mom got her degree in, like, I don't remember, like, some random admin, and now she's just, like, a math teacher. <laughs> <Huh>.
3: <laughs> well also, I think a lot of students change their major like it's not unusual at all to go off to school and then change your major while you're there right. i know i went off to eastern to be a journalism major and then i really wanted to be a teacher but they kept saying though there's too many teachers there's going to be a surplus so i tried the journalism but in my heart i knew i wanted to be an educator and my daughter um, went off to bradley she thought she was going to be a in computer information systems and we were at her orientation in the summer for Bradley. And they divide the parents up, and the students go one way, and the parents go the other. And we were on our way to go visit her major, and I saw her in the quad going the other way. And she kind of shouts across the quad, hey, I changed my major. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I had to uh, quickly just go to a different place. And so, yeah. um yeah I, I mean I know a lot of students that go off to college and then they change and as long as you're at a school that offers that um yeah. you're you're okay
1: that's such a cool thing too to be able to like be so set on something and then being able to just change it like college is one of the only times in your life where like when you're an adult you can't just switch jobs like all the time like that's not a thing <laughs> I mean it, yeah. you can but the likely of it is not high so like being able to change your major and like move on to something even if it's in like the same realm it's not always the same thing like i know in pharmacy there's like 10 different degree options so like even like accounting there's probably like 10 there's like financial accounting and all kinds of different stuff it's kind of intimidating at first looking at all the different majors like when colleges ask you what's your first choice i'm like (sighs) i take a deep breath because i'm looking at it i'm like uh.
2: that's that's another (laughs) thing when you're (laughs) filling out the college forms is that it asks you to be like so specific and decisive like they ask you for your major and what if, if someone doesn't know they're just kind of throwing out yeah. random stuff it's kind of it's, it's it's intimidating
3: yeah I yeah you have a lot of students here that are very multi-talented like they're strong in two or three areas right yeah and then whenever you have to decide what major it's like i don't know i'm i'm good at this and i'm good at this right you know yeah
1: yeah what do you think is like the most frustrating part of the college application like even you know, when you're helping students like helping them pick a major helping them pick like financial aid and stuff like that what do you think is like the thing you're like man I wish this was easier for people
3: one thing that I notice is that a lot of high school students don't check their email regularly <laughs> yes. and and you get you get all kinds of information after you've applied directly from the college and they're often things that are time sensitive that you have to respond to yeah. and Uh, students will come in. They're like, hey, I need to sign up for an orientation. I'm like, you should have gotten an email from that. And then they open up their email and there's like, you know, 1,200 emails that (laughs) haven't been looked at. (laughs) I'm (laughs) lucky. (laughs) I'm
1: lucky that that stuff drives me crazy. I check my email consistently. And that's how I found out that they got in Arizona last week. Like I had no idea. They they didn't send me anything. And I checked my email. and I was like, there's an update on your Arizona application. I was like, oh, that's weird. And then I looked and I was like, Oh, okay. I got in. Yeah. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, That was another thing that was just like the common app makes everything so much easier. Cause when I was trying to apply to Clemson, they want you to do like the student academic record. They want you to input every single course you've taken in high school. University of Illinois
3: application is like that as well.
1: I I, honestly, (gasps) it turned me away from Clemson. Like I was going to apply to Clemson (laughs) just for life because there's not very many schools that have pre-pharmacy, but then I was like, I'm not uploading this because I have my transcripts on my computer and the other schools, and Common App, I just uploaded it on there. Right. And they were like, I was like, no way. I'm inputting every course I've ever taken. Yeah. I from two different yeah. high schools, then I had to do them separately and combine them, and I was like, no way. Yeah, it's called a self-reported <laughs> academic
3: record, and you have Ugh. to go in semester by semester and put every <gasps> class that you've taken. That it, sounds It stresses horrible. me out just thinking about it. It was so bad. <laughs> but I think
1: that's like especially with like common app and just having people around that know what they're doing. Like when I felt so lost, I was like, oh, okay, I'm fine. We got this. Like right. common app was just
3: like, and put it and we're done.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's super helpful.
3: After you get all those acceptances, then in the spring, you need to make sure that you make your decision and you let the other colleges know that you're uh-huh. not coming there anymore or they will continue to send you mail and information so um once you make your decision that'll cut back on some of that email if you yeah, h- if you right. write and let them know
1: i know that's a big thing is like making sure you respond so that kids that are on the waitlist can get on too so yes. if you're saying like yeah. you're not going kids on the waitlist can get on because i have a feeling i'm going to get waitlisted at texas so like hopefully that. someone rejects it and then i can get in <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right and to sum it up for this week If you're having any trouble with, like, picking colleges, applying to colleges, applying for FAFSA. Which
2: you probably are.
1: You (laughs) will be eventually. But (laughs) if it's not right now, you will be. (laughs) Please go see Mrs. Young or any of the teachers that are, like, willing. I know Ms. Bronson helps. And the English teachers will help out with. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Like, they've all been to college, clearly. They all know the process. (laughs) They're willing to help us. I know that was a big thing at first for me. It was, like, I was scared to ask people how to apply to college. but
2: You just got to take advantage of your resources. Yeah.
1: Everyone at St. T's. So welcoming. So make sure you're asking for help. (laughs) All right. And on to the next segment.
0: We're gonna talk about our responses that we got from Instagram with Hallie.
1: All right. So I don't know if you guys saw we posted like three times requesting responses for the college survey. Just trying to get a little feel for everyone at St. Teresa and around here, what how far they are on college surveys. We just had three little questions. Um, starting with the first one, have you finished your applications? We had quite a few. That say they haven't started, which is, we had uh, just a couple that say they started. It really was mostly people that haven't started and done, like, most of them. It yeah. was kind of a mix between people who hadn't done them at all and people that were, like, almost done.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: I mean, I feel like
0: 43% though. I mean, but I guess it just depends. if you're wanting to apply early, I mean, if you don't want to apply early, yeah. And
1: there, there were a decent amount of underclassmen that replied on here, obviously, and they haven't started their Uh applications because I don't think they can. (laughs) And the next question was, where have you are you going to apply at? Um, We had quite a few. We had a range of responses for this. We had Illinois. People said they're going to the military or cosmetology school, which is cool because it's like. I didn't say what college are you applying at because not everyone's going to college. I know Sydney is going to cosmetology school, so like people, I know it's like frustrating people ask people who are going to trades where they're going to college because they're not
2: always yeah. going to college. Right, right. Yeah. So at least he
1: gives them another option. There's a lot of Milliken, Indiana.
2: How many Indiana responses did you get? Uh-huh, um, let me look, one, one,
1: two, I think three.
2: Yeah. Nice.
1: And we have Purdue, we have Notre Dame, Purdue and ISU. Someone said we had to wear masks at school because was Joe Biden and Trump. There's so traes,
3: gotta love a there's Trace.
0: TCU, UF, and UCF.
1: Yeah. There was U of I, <laughs> Eastern, Alabama, um, Illinois College in Milligan. Ole Miss right. and Alabama. Huh. Might see you guys at Ole Miss.
2: Some SEC's school goals. Yeah.
1: U of I Purdue. Yeah, I didn't feel that. Colorado that. Boulder Air Force. <gasps> that's
0: Ryan.
2: Wow. Some, that's that quite, to to that's quite a variety in the variety of
1: Yeah. There was Valparaiso, my friend Claire. Um, Very cool. Someone yeah. said the dog pound. So uh, that's really good How too. Was there, there was John Hopkins too. That person yeah. had really high aspirations. Um, and then there were 25 responses from underclassmen who I asked if they've started looking at colleges. A good amount of them said yes, but most of them just said kind of. like They haven't yeah. really looked into it, but six of them said no. Gotcha. I think we have a pretty wide variety. I, I think with St. T being like a college prep school makes it easier for them to like at least know about colleges more than other people.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: for sure. And it's good. For sure. Get a head start. you know. And on to segment
1: four, we're going to
0: talk about our college spotlights with Thomas first. So
2: <laughs> basically each one of us are going to tell our top three choices and explain why and explain what we want to do in college and why. So my top 3 choices are the University of Florida in Gainesville, um the univer- or Indiana University in Bloomington, and Butler University in Indianapolis. And I want to study business. Um each school is pretty good for business. Uh I'm I'm really looking forward to going to college, I think it's going to be a good opportunity for me to you know Become a better student, be- become a better person. It's really a time of uh, change in my life, and I'm kind of looking forward to it. Um, I want to study business because my uncle's been really influential on me. He's been a, a big impact on my uh, decisions career-wise. So I think that kind of uh, decision is based almost entirely on him, and I feel like he's really brought forth a bit of interest on, on uh, out of me in that subject. So, yeah. And I've always kind of had a passion for that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Nice.
0: Do you want to go ahead, Hallie?
1: Yeah. My top three is University of Texas at Austin, Hookem. And then okay. <laughs> Olmis and possibly University of Kent in England. Um I want my my cousin studies abroad over there, guys, and huh. she really wants me to go there. Oh. But it's not a long way it. away. I really only have top two, but England. University of Kent's pretty nice. I visited it when I we went and saw her. Um I wanna study pharmacology. I wanna be a pharmacist. My why is basically just because I've always wanted to be in healthcare, but when I got my job at Walgreens, I really liked pharmacy because the school isn't as long as med school. It's not as expensive, and you make just about the same. (laughs) It's something new every day. Like, it's a standing job, so I get to at least be, like, moving around. I don't have to sit in a desk for the rest of my life, and it's something new. I want to own my own pharmacy so that I can do more than just pharmacy. I want to have, like, more like a store like Walgreens, a whole corporation.
2: Right. Oh.
1: So I don't have to do just pharmacy. Like I could be a business person. So I think that's why I'm gonna major in pharmacy and probably minor in accounting. Nice. How about you, Jayden?
0: Um, my top like main two, my main one is Butler. And then after that it goes U of I and then Mizzou. Okay. Oh, Mizzou. That's yeah. a new Mizzou's one, Jayden.
1: There?
0: Huh? I know Mizzou is up there. Yeah, it's up there. I talked you to um. I was gonna say you talk mom. to the person last year? Oh, okay. Yet?
1: Huh? I asked if you talked to the person that came yesterday. Visitor.
0: I didn't. I walked over oh. there and was talking to Trey, and then they kind of were just like filling out of form, and I was like, "Well, I'm gonna apply, so I don't know why I'm." Okay. So I just kind of <laughs> said no, and went and ate my food. But okay. anyways, I want to study accounting, but I mean, I don't know. Well, I do. Just, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, the main reason is just because my grandma like was majored in accounting, and she um. Was talk to me about it i've been like to her work it looks pretty fun i've talked to ryan's dad it just seems like it fits me better because i was at first going to be a biologist
1: oh but okay
0: then i changed because i saw accounting and i thought it fits me better and yeah. i like math i like numbers
1: my aunt got her bachelor's in accounting now she's a superintendent so i feel like accounting is such a like in with business. It's a broad degree that, like, we were talking about with the counselor. You could really go into anything with those kind of degrees.
0: Yeah, because my grandma got an accounting degree and I don't even think she really was an accountant. <laughs> oh. I don't know what she...
1: Yeah, like, you can get an accounting degree and you do not have to be an accountant.
0: Yeah, she was, like, a manager for, like, at Tate and Lyle for, like, um projects. She was a project manager. That's what she was. Oh. Fancy. That's gonna wrap it up for this week. You can go ahead and follow the
1: dog pod at T8 Jaden. Jaden forgot how to spell. No. <laughs> T H E D as in dog. A W G P O D as in dog again. Because the other
2: the one pod. is literally a podcast about huskies and other dogs, and lit- like it's a literal dog podcast. Yeah. Please Follow listen. Follow us on Instagram. You can be a part of other surveys and stuff like that. You can be your responses can be included on the podcast. We'll be talking about you guys. Yeah. So go ahead and. Uh, Follow us there. Until next week, this has been the Dog Pod with Thomas. Hallie. And Jaden.